Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tech for Tech Tech Talk. This is a live show, and it's where we help your IT business grow. I've got two guests on tonight. We've got Nicole, and we've also got Cormac. Obviously, they'll introduce themselves in a few seconds and tell you all about themselves. And I've just noticed my camera's just shoved me all the way down to the bottom of the screen, so I'll have to sort that out in a second. But uh, anyway, if anyone is watching, just make sure you comment, let us know who you are, where you're viewing from, and so forth, and we'll give you a shout-out. I can already see Richard Creed is there saying, Evening, Alison Cook from EADR from Norfolk is also there. And you've got Rich Towerforth as well, and Hayley at phase four computers so nicole while i'm sorting my camera out if you want to introduce yourself let everyone know who you are what you do what your tip of the day is yeah so i am nicole russell i'm the ceo of cellbotics a training center located here in the u.s we have two locations one in houston texas and one in atlanta georgia and we do um online training as well so we have a full suite of online repair training and business courses on cellboticsonline.com and we have an enterprise suite so we do consulting for um reef recyclers refurbers and all that kind of kind of jazz uh and my tip of the day is to follow me on linkedin and model your linkedin page after mine because we're going to be talking about how to promote yourself and for me a lot of it is linkedin based where a lot of people may comment linkedin is you know, not the going thing. I actually believe the opposite. I get a lot of business from LinkedIn. So that's my tip of the day. Phil's got off air for a while. There we go. Oh, oh there he is. <laughs> there we go. So you as I'm saying, that. that's pretty good. <laughs> so let's move on to Cormac. Cormac, if you want to introduce yourself, let everyone know who you are and what you do. While I have uh, camera issues, should we say, and microphone issues, but I I'm Cormac from Cross uh, Computers, dear uh, man in Ireland. And um, first of all, Nicole, I'm going to follow your tip. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, I already find you on LinkedIn. I'm trying to to LinkedIn is some a tool that I have never really got my hands around on. I tried to run ads on it for the first time. This week, I made a complete mess of it. Um, but I was thinking, like, I've always been running ads on Facebook to sell, refer our new laptops. And I thought, what am I doing? Going for low, like, trying to sell one when I should be trying to sell two companies on LinkedIn. So I'm going to follow you to get tips. Uh, I'll follow you anyway, but I'm actually going to uh, concentrate on your page. Um, and I'm going to actually get on to you for a few questions. Me, I'm going to self-promote as well. And... Um, I've been trying, it's kind of a side project. I've been trying to get VR going because I know it's going to be the future for business meetings and all that, you know, but being way too busy. Um, I did get to meet Phil in in, in VR. We got a, a, I got a, a platform where text and ready. And so I'm calling all these texts out here. Thank you for Lauren Monrad. I'm getting all the texts. Oh, that. Nicole's meeting us there, by the way. You're yes. There, Nicole. Sorry. I need to get so, on there. So I just launched a landing page. It's actually fairly crap because I didn't have any I, I, time to do it. What is it? But I, it's vrnetworking.ie. But the reason I got the landing page up is that um, I needed to hit the servers for to, to do its work. I'll change it around in a few weeks. But... Uh, I'd much prefer to have something up rather than talking about it. And so I'll get it up. It looks terrible. That'll make me change it. But I'll look out for the Tech for Tech group as well. And uh, I'm going to put up there to, and hopefully some people will meet us. But yeah, go to the vrnetworking.ie 
just so I can get some hits, really, and try to work. We're doing the first event there in a few weeks if you want to sign up for that. But besides that, that's that. Thank you. Okay, it's no problem. I'm going to say VR should be pretty good. And I do advise everyone who is watching, have a look um, at Nicole's and Cormac's LinkedIn, Facebook, and so forth pages, even mine as well. You'll learn a lot about how different people do things. And I say, you, you don't have to copy exactly what they do, you, but uh, obviously you can sort of follow what, what they're doing. Looks like everyone's suddenly all chatting all at once, so they've all popped in, so... Yeah. Uh, oh, do we want to be yeah. famous? I no, I World domination is my plan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cormac's already king of Ireland, so he can't get much right. more famous than that. Well, before, before we even continue, I got my first viral video on TikTok. I got 100,000 views what? on TikTok. Uh, yeah, I got oh, 100,000 views on TikTok. And I wasn't even in the video, and it was a complete another fluke. But you know, I'm famous now, so you know that's about it, really. Okay. So just 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 happens to be the only video you're not in that people actually watch. Yeah, right. Like what the heck? <laughs> that's how it goes. Uh, let's say hi to Robert as well from Inverness Computer Centre. Uh, Richard Creed is going about the spammer. Yeah, we know, or I know. Let's put it that way. It's uh, been seen too, so it shouldn't happen again. Uh, but we'll soon find out if it does. Right, just ignore the message if you see anything. Oops, something went wrong. That's where I've just uh, stopped that person that's sending more messages. Right, so to me next. So uh, I'm the owner of Chips Computers. I also work as the marketing manager or whatever you want to call it at Tech for Techs. Obviously, that's what we're doing now is Tech for Techs Tech Talk. Um, the first things I'm going to bring up probably is going to be the news. So some news what you may be aware of or not. Obviously, while Tech for Techs, uh, while at Tech for Techs, we try not to mention political situations and things, but unfortunately, um, tech can be affected by it. So the first thing is software. A lot of software programs and company employees who work on the software and so forth work in Ukraine and Russia. So they do have a lot of software talent, unfortunately, or for whichever way you want to look at it. Uh, this will obviously cause issues in the long run. For example, the streaming software we're currently using, called Restream, is actually from Kiev, or Kiev, or however you want to pronounce it, in Ukraine. So, obviously, there's going to be things going to be affected in the long term and short term. Ukraine also supply more than 90% of U.S. semiconductor-grade neon uh, that is critical for lasers used in chip making and stuff like that. While the U.S. is said to have three to four weeks supply of neon, memory firms like Micron Technology said that it has a diverse sourcing, so that means there's plenty available elsewhere. Uh, and so it's hard to say how it will affect things going forward, but like anything, if there's less supply, it generally means prices are probably going to go up, unfortunately. And that's not including problems from um, power and grass, uh, grass. What am I talking about today? Power and gas prices are going up as well, affecting everything from shipments, manufacturing, and even our own business and electric uh, gas prices and so forth. So uh, this obviously is going to affect all of us at some point in the future. 
Um, on Tech Max News, so if you haven't registered already, I suggest you go register. So if you don't know about Tech Max, that's uh, the event we're going to be doing in a few months' time. It's on the screen now. It's on the 24th of June. Now, we have got quite a few more confirmed vendors. Again, this is on top of the ones I've already mentioned. So the most recent one since my uh, last uh, show, we've got ADATA. We've got Mercusis, we've got Cooler Master, we've got Norton, love them or hate them, they are coming. We've got Spire Technology, which is a distributor. We've got Target Components as well, which are a distributor. They're all confirmed. We've got Akasa, Case King, which is also another distributor, Endgame Gear, uh, Streamplify, I think it is. Um, I think there's newish company doing streaming gear. Uh, you've got Colink as well. You've got Leolan. Uh, and Fantex as well. So sorry if I pronounced some of those slightly out, but uh, uh, I'd get my own name wrong if uh, if it weren't written on a computer every day. Right, okay, so we've got quite a lot to go through today. So first of all, before we go anywhere further, I've got to show you this, and this is our advert from Microsoft and VIP. Windows 11, powerful, productive, and profitable for resellers. Windows 11 was built with usability, efficiency, and security in mind, reimagining the way a PC should work. Windows 11 has been beautifully simplified with a streamlined UI. It's simple to upgrade. VIP is your destination for genuine Windows 11. Contact your VIP account manager for the latest price and bundle deals. There you go. And if you didn't understand that, it basically means Microsoft and VIP are the sponsor for today's show and always get genuine Microsoft Windows 11. Right. Okay. So let's go on to the main topic. Uh, main topic is you are awesome. Tell everyone. What does it exactly mean? Basically, it's about promoting yourself, telling everyone you're great, which, okay, you, I don't expect you to walk up to everyone you see on the street and go, hey, I'm great. Go on, um, get some work from me or whatever or if you need your pc repair and come to me because i'll probably look at you and think you're a little bit crazy uh, i know i would um but it's going to be different ways you can actually tell people that whether it's through social media email and so forth and that's what we're going to talk about tonight so we've got nicole and cormac on tonight who are going to basically give you some advice and obviously i will as well so let's start off with nicole considering she's the next person on the list next to me so let us know what you do to promote yourself, basically. Yeah, so um, I think that you should tell everyone. So, like, the shirt that I have on right now on the back, it says, stop me, ask me how to fix your electronic. Or I think this one says cell phone, okay? And so, you know, shirts are great. But I think the very first step to telling everyone about what you do is being comfortable talking about yourself. For me, that was really hard. When I first started in business, um, you know, I had these like flea market spaces. There's seven of them. They were in different states. And one of the things in flea markets is that you have to be very comfortable talking to people or you won't make any sales. But it was really hard for me to talk about myself, like what I do and, and you know, all the things that I've accomplished. So I think as a business owner and as you try to start spreading the word, it's just learning how to talk about yourself and show you your body, your face on social media and get over your own insecurities. That's probably the first step 
because I've spoke to people through the groups and when I'm posting, when I talk about, hey, you know, people need to see you and know what you do. And then also your logo and branding and all of that. And a lot of people will give me, you know, they'll come back to me with, well, you know, I'm not comfortable with the way I look or people have treated me differently because of the way I look or people are going to judge me or, you know, they just they have their own self-conscious issues, which I do, too. I have my own insecurities. I hate hearing myself when I'm recording. I definitely don't like watching video of myself. It almost makes me want to throw up. <laughs> so but if you think if you follow me, you would see how much content I do. And I have to watch all of it because I have to critique myself. So you have to get over that. That's like the number one thing is somehow you can. What I did is I just looked up content on YouTube. Um, I did get a coach that really helped me learn how to just accept myself and know that other people are going to accept me too. We think that other people think about us, but in reality, they're thinking about themselves. So realizing that people aren't actually judging you too much, they're judging themselves, you know, <laughs> and uh, and then just putting yourself out there. Once you get past that hurdle, you know, changing the image that you have online to make it a visible photo of you. Sometimes we use these like really filtered photos and they don't look real. They're not you. People can't translate that to what happens when they see you. And then putting your logo with that. So making sure you always have your shirt on, making sure that the your social media graphics always show your logo and you, you know, if you want to show your team with you, have your team in the photo with you and you all are promoting the logo and then your image should always say what you do. So, um, yeah, I think the main thing is just getting comfortable talking about yourself uh, is the first step for me well, that's absolutely brilliant i'm glad you said that because that was my number one thing what i was going to mention first yeah. so you yeah. beat me to it <laughs> so but yeah the biggest way to promote your brand is you basically get your face mm -hmm. on everything people will remember you before they will remember some random name of a computer store or whatever a lot of people it's like they'll remember my name or they know i'm called mr chips but they don't remember okay my name isn't mr chips but that's what they think it is um yeah. They basically remember that before they know the name of the com the computer store, which is Chips Computers. Even that's got the same name in it. They think it's that. So um, you're an independent trader, so you want to put your face on everything. That's something that a big company cannot do. So right, and I want to add to that real quick yeah. before we move on yeah. from it, because some people will say, like big companies, well, CEOs don't do that. You don't see CEOs of companies just running around putting their face on everything. Well, we are. As retail businesses, we're in the town. We're with the people, you know. Mm -hmm. One day you may reach that status where you've got 100 locations and you don't want anybody to know who you are. But if you are a business with a couple of locations and you're trying to dominate one town or one city, all you need to do is become the face in that town or city of the person that has these companies and your face with the logo and you're growing that logo and that face and you can dominate your whole area. It's not as hard as you think it is. Once you get into it and you're everywhere, you're, you know, you're out at all the local events, you're speaking on their local radio station, you're going live on your social media, you're, you know, you're involved in your community, you're going to all the networking events. And then all of a sudden you you literally walk around your town or your city and a lot of people know you just as that person. Yeah. There's actually a guy on LinkedIn that I follow, and they call him the um, MacBook. I don't know. I know what he does, okay? He wears a blue suit, okay? 
and he sells MacBooks and and buys MacBooks and he does everything. That's what I know him for, right? I don't deal yep. with MacBooks, so I don't I haven't done business with him. But even though I don't do business, I still know who he is. And it's because his face and his blue suit and his logo are everywhere. And that's what you should do. Exactly. I totally agree there. I'm going to say it's something what I've seen to think America does better than they do in the UK. If you go and drive through a, a small town or a city in America, you'll see billboards up everywhere for lawyers or whatever it is. And the picture of the person who runs the business, his face is slap bang on there. It's like about 50 foot wide and high and everything. It's huge. <laughs> but you remember the guy. Um where over here, you don't tend to see that as much, especially for independents. I know Cormac's done a bit of advertising. We'll see if he's uh, done that or not in a few minutes. But, yeah, it's, you tend to find your advantage over an independent is people can relate to you more so than a large company because a large company, like over here, you've got PG Tips, which is a, a brand of tea, which they used to use monkeys, basically, for their talking monkeys, which would pour themselves cups of teas and stuff like that. You've also got the meerkats as well at Go Compare, which is a bit controversial at the moment. We've been rushing meerkats, but but that's another story. But people remember them for these different remember brands for not necessarily the name. They'll go, oh, what's that Compare company with with the meerkats on it or the tea bag range with the actual uh, the monkeys? And as you said, Nicole, you remember what the guy looks like, but you don't remember his business. Um, and I know what he does, but, right? That's it. And I can exactly. find him too. <laughs> exactly. So make sure your face is your brand. You are your brand. So um, yeah, definitely promote that. Right. Well, let get let Cormac get a word in now. So come on, Cormac, tell us. Do you have you stuck your face on much of your marketing? I know the answer to this one actually, but you can tell us anyway. You're preaching to the converted. I'm I'm everywhere. Uh, we done billboards at Christmas time. Um, I'm totally into what yourself and Nicole are saying. I made myself the face of this. I want to be stopped in the street. When I go into the supermarkets, the local supermarkets, people will stop me and talk to me. They say, oh, so you're at, we like this or this. I'm, I, I'm so I'm all over the place because I want to be all over the place. Um, now, it's easy for me to be in front of the camera because I enjoy being in front of the camera. Um, but as Nicole was saying, it's 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 you. it takes a while because you... but. By the very nature of it, uh, you putting yourself out there on social media, you might occasionally get a little comment here, there, and everything. But the way I look at that is that show me what the person who gives the negative comment, which happens very rarely, by the way, show me what they have produced. You know, they never produce anything; they just sit back. So it means not. And I talk, I talk to my friends' kids or my girlfriend's kids or whatever about this, and they kind of point out that. You know, don't it doesn't don't it doesn't matter what people say to you on social media. They're just warriors pretending they're you know. But there's real. But I'm also trying to install the fact that there's real people at the end of these comments as well. So don't say them. You know, it's not it's not right. But yeah, so I, I I'm all up. But if you're not confident about being in front of the camera or talking in front of the camera, you can have pictures of yourself. The billboards are 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 interesting. So that's a good way to promote yourself. Me, myself, in the last week or two, I'm I'm going to take a more aggressive stance on uh, on getting myself out there in, in another way. And I I we got we got well over 105 star reviews. I don't promote that enough. That's going to be going up on LinkedIn. It'll go up on Instagram. It'll go up on all them. Why? And I tell you why. Because I'm meeting companies there for the last few weeks, and I came in after other IT companies. I came in there and. Uh, 
I will never walk into an office and no matter what the customer says to me about the previous company, I will never criticize them. Yeah, I won't. But we have been picking up business. Yes, we have a good reputation, but when you walk in, just chronic. You would sit down and say, why did you leave the last IT company? They haven't returned our calls or something, you know? And you're like, oh, that's the bare minimum. Like, come on, give me a break. And like, we, I was thrown a grenade there by a school, which I don't really manage, but it worked for them. And they were after paying whatever full price for a call up for the printer person. And the printer person walked out the door and they said, yeah, that's a Microsoft. We have it set up. There's a Microsoft issue. And um, your IT guy will, will, will look after that. And when the school ran me, um, I went, no, that won't be happening. I said, that person threw me a grenade. I said, second of all, that company did not have the decency to pick up the phone while they were on site and talk to me. So I won't be chasing them, okay? So my point is, I had three or four business meetings for new clients in the last couple of weeks. I think I got them all. And I came in, and I didn't criticize one company, but I knew the weaknesses of other companies. I was like, Say, and I know and whenever I go into an, an, uh, an interview, I will say, I'm here to see if this job suits you and us. You know, it's not me walking in with humble pipe and I have the job. I kind of put it to them that we may, I, my exact thing when we were in the office, I, we don't take on every client. We only take on clients that will bond with us and us. And then my next thing I said, concerning pricing, we go for long term, um, long term. Uh, relationship with customers, we're not in here to make a kill off the like some companies. So I've thrown massive shade to a lot of companies out there. I've named no one, but I know their weakness. We are not like that company. I said, and unlike other companies out there, and then it's not letting criticize any one company around there. Unlike other companies, I said, we will respond to your calls. I said, we will ask them, will I make it that day? Will I take Depends on busy you are, but you will get an answer of us. Mm-hmm. I said, you will get an answer. And that's it. And I've talked them out straight in as well with the company. You will understand that we will be taking our summer holidays. This is you take your holidays, we take your holidays. So it's all up front to them. But I think the key to it is to go in and walk into that meeting. And the key to it is not to be walking in with uh, a big hand and hand, please take us on, please take us on, sit down, let it go. Are you doing work kind of interview me before you interview us? Because <clears throat> it's for to walk away and have a cup of coffee. They're going to be troublesome. It's not. And one of the last things I'll just finish up, I have pointed out to these people that if you come in, I said, because they went outside for a job and they were all Windows 7 computers. I was like, what company, company would leave you with Windows 7 computers? It's not right. You know, if, if, if a company wouldn't agree to up, upgrade their computers, I would just walk out. I'm not doing that. So I'd say all computers have to have SSDs, they all have this, and I'd say, I'm we're bringing us in and it's that experts. If you listen to us, things will run right. If you don't want to implement that, what we say, there's probably no point us being here. And already there, that's making you more desirable, I think. We've got the jobs anyway in, 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 in the lab. So I've been a bit more aggressive with my marketing, but with a smile. With a smile, yes, definitely. I don't know about smiling, but on this picture, what I saw here, don't seem to be smiling that much. You sort of look at Claus was just visiting there. Yeah, I didn't smile too much in that, but Santa Claus did. Santa Claus did come to the end. That was our billboard, Nicole. That's great. Yeah, they sent a bit. We photoshopped it. But if there's any kids watching, that really was Santa. Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah. I wanted to add to what you said um, because you're talking about reviews and how they don't get on LinkedIn. I actually have the same issue. And what I do is I screenshot the review on my phone. And I haven't done this, but I'm going to do it too. It's funny that you're doing that. And I've been thinking about that too. Well, on our website, we I would screenshot our reviews from Google My Business page and then use the editor to highlight some of the keywords because our reviews are yeah. sometimes really big. And then what I do is I load them to our website because we have to create trust when they land on the website. And so we have like our badges and then our reviews. We have like two or three. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to be screenshotting. This is something we were going to do next week is screenshot our reviews, highlight the words, and we're going to start putting them on other platforms like Yelp, LinkedIn. So basically like, you know, one time a day, we'll post a review the next day, a different review. Because like you said, there a lot of our reviews are either on Facebook or Google My Business. We get a lot of reviews on Google My Business. Nobody ever sees those unless they go to that platform. And then, you know, LinkedIn, they have the you know, ask for a recommendation, which is really big. And you should have more recommendations than what you given. So I always, when I've worked with someone, if I've had a conversation with someone like more than three times, I'll just message them and say, hey, do you mind leaving me a recommendation? And sometimes they'll say, can you give me like two or three points that you want me to talk about? And I have to tell them what I want them to say in it. And that's also hard, but that's a good way uh, to grow people looking at you on uh, LinkedIn, the more recommendations you have, the better. Well, I was thinking as well, it's, if you take, you know, we would have to do it kind of intelligently, don't do it every do it every couple of days. If you drop a picture on Instagram, hope they reviews, you know, or this, this review, this review. So one of the first things people look at when they go into Instagram is they'll go to your profile. And if you have your profile, you know, all your pictures in Instagram, you have five or six of them, Close enough up the top with all five reviews, they'd they, 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 they'd be well happy with that, I would imagine. Right. And see, we use a software called Hello Wolfie to post every day, all day on our social media platforms automatically. And so for us, we have a lot of content that's going up all the time. And that's just to keep us updated in the algorithm, like with hashtags and all that. So for me, if I put one a day of reviews, it's literally not going to look like a lot because we have so much content going mm -hmm. on. But I agree with you. You know, I think that you do have to take your reviews from other platforms and share them. And the best way to do it is through a screenshot because people don't like that copied text because you could change that text, you know. And then you had talked about you deciding if you want to take on your clients. We do the same thing. So we have like a discovery call and I, I'm asking them. You know, I have a list of questions for you. You know, uh, do you have someone on your team that is going to implement the changes that we recommend? Are you open to hearing that you need to change things? You know, do, is your team going to be transparent enough for us to get information from them? You know, so we're actually interviewing the company before we take them on. Now we do consulting, so we're reviewing processes. It's a little bit different. Sometimes we're doing hardware repair. Um, but a lot of times it's a consulting call. So I'm trying to figure out from them if the company is is open enough and ready to hear that they're doing something, that they should be doing something differently before I take them on. Because like you said, I mean, you know, you don't want to walk around looking like you're starving for clients either. You know, you when you have the choice to say, I take you as a client or not, especially when it comes to commercial clients, it kind of sets you as a standard. Versus you just begging for work, you know, please, I'll take anybody, you know. 
Um, yeah, I want my team to be happy too. It's not just all about your team. I want your team to be happy too, but I have to worry about my team too. You know, are you, can my team tell you, Hey, we need to do this and your team not push back on them too hard, you know? Definitely some good, good, good things there. Right. I think I better get uh, my head in here because otherwise I'm not going to get a chance to say anything with these two going <laughs> off. And you, you're well on the ball tonight. Right. Let's have a look. One, one of the things what I always go by when trying to promote yourself is I've basically got a list of seven things I go by basically. Okay. So I'm, I'm spilling all my secrets now. So my, li my list is, and I've even got this on a sticky. I'm writing note. them down. So yeah. So. Things you've got to promote, okay? You're local. Obviously, you're a local business. There's no point promoting yourself to someone at the other side of the country or whatever. You want local business. Unless, you obviously, you are selling lots of items on the likes of eBay, Amazon, whatever, then that's totally up to you. Um, but primarily, you should be local. Customers want to support you, especially at the moment after all the COVID stuff. Customers want to support local. And this has generally been the rule throughout time obviously if they sometimes see things a bit cheaper elsewhere they will go elsewhere but if it's usually something like support where they want something repairing they want to go local they don't want to have to send it off to let's say say it pc world and then they have to send it off to ireland to get it repaired to send it back and then get messed up and the last thing um, we want to do is basically do this we don't want to take the pc out of your world so we basically, obviously, if you don't know PC World are, they're a big, basically, retailer over here. We, we sort of have different names over the years. But basically, the last thing we want to do is basically let you lose your machine. So you've got to basically, obviously, promote your skills and experience. How many years you've been doing this? Most of us have been doing this for years and years and years. Um, I've been doing this myself uh self-employed what 17 years worked for other places five years and i was doing this sort of thing when i was a kid at school when they didn't even know how to use windows 95 i had to set up the network and all this so you've got years of experience promote it uh people want to obviously work with people who have got experience rather than sorry to say it if you just come out of college or university or whatever you've got no experience um there's a big difference between knowledge and experience sorry to say it um, you can learn lots of stuff at university, but uh, you can't learn how to be a certain way and how to do certain things. Um, things change that quickly, so you have to be good at, obviously, fault findings and stuff like that. So uh, next is, obviously, um, always set to deliver a far higher quality of service than anyone else, any of your competitors. So, And to do that, you have to know what they're offering, which means uh, you may have to be a bit sly. You have, may have to find out, obviously, how much they charge, what they include in their services. The thing is, if you don't ask, you don't know. And you might be actually the worst computer shop or whatever you are in your, obviously, area. If, if you don't ask, you don't know. So either you ask a friend or a family member or... Why not make a make a friendship with your competitors? Go round and see them. Say hello. Ask them what they do. Or you can use places like the Tech for Text group, and we can do surveys and ask how much you charge, what do you offer, and stuff. But obviously, that's for nationally or internationally in some cases. Uh, but it doesn't actually tell you about your local competitors. 
And I think Cormac's cleaning his camera there by the sounds of it. So, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, obviously, they can depend on you. You need to allow your customers to obviously be able to depend on you. So as Cormac was saying, you need to answer that phone when they ring or you need to return that call as soon as you can. If you don't, they're sort of going, well, they're not bothered about me. It's probably customers are a lot more like that with smaller companies than bigger companies. If a smaller company doesn't get back in touch with them straight away, they'll move on to someone else. Where if you get a bad meal at KFC or Burger King or McDonald's or whatever, you'll probably still go back next time you're hungry. Um, where with a smaller company, if you have a bad experience, you generally tell them no. So you have to basically, they, that you have to make sure you're giving them that constant, um, consistent service. So that you have to be accountable for everything you do. Okay. And the biggest thing, you're part of the community. So promote that you're local, you're independent. Your kids go to school around here. You interact with things that are going off. For example, we sponsor the local flower and um, uh, vegetable um, show they do at the top of the road, uh, the community centre sort of thing. So it's little things like that. We try and get a name behind the potatoes, but we can't. The chip shop gets that one because we're called chip computers <laughs> and we'd like potatoes. But uh, we end up usually ending up going for tomatoes or something like that. But just support it. It doesn't cost you much. It might cost you a fiver to sponsor a, a vegetable for the day or whatever. It, it's not a lot. So try and get involved with a local community. So, And you may have a lot of vegetables uh, customers as well, but that's another what thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so be part of the community. Join in. Join in with your local schools. Local schools, obviously, have got kids. Kids are into games. And when kids want the games or the computers doing, they ask mommy and daddy, can we get it from ABC computers or whatever you want to be called? So intermix with them. Uh, we we do like the website for the local schools and stuff like that. We don't do much in the way of websites these days. I must admit they're the only ones we tend to do. Um, but um, we help them out and so forth. And in turn, it promotes us in the long term. Even giving like free Wi-Fi in your local area of your store. That's another thing we do. We have like a mesh system uh, on like a, a radar on the outside of the um, shop and then another unit at the top of the road community centre. So anyone in a nearby area can connect up to our Wi-Fi system. Obviously, it's independent from the, obviously our repair stores. But if anyone goes on, they're greeted by a screen. Oh, this free internet is provided by Chips Computers. Thank you for using it. Blah, blah, blah. So That's great. It's clever. Tell them they're there and it works and it does work because we get, for example, that we do have a fish and chip shop next to us, which obviously people park up outside and you can see them surfing on the phone. Obviously, I can't see exactly what they're looking at and I probably don't want to know what they're looking at in some cases. Um, but you can see they're obviously using it. And obviously, when you have got these systems set up, obviously, make sure you cover yourself with uh, data protection rules and all this, that and the other. But most of these things let you do that. So... Uh, it's uh, pretty easy to do, and I think a lot of mesh systems let you do a system like that these days. So that's roughly my seven main things what I try and point out when I'm doing these sort of things. So they're sort of combined into probably the way I said it. It probably um, squashes down to about four or five, but it was seven in there. Um, but I'll, I'll put those. I'll put that in the description afterwards so people can have a look. So right. Yeah, Please don't get around the room. The Facebook user, the local tenant, something I use heavily, and he said about 
laptops cheaper and et cetera, et cetera. That's a very good point, you know, how to push yourself is, again, you can buy stuff cheaper, they're crap usually, but it's the service, you know, as in we're local, we will answer the phone again and on that. It's amazing how you can say about answering the phone is, is you know, is, gives you an edge over business. It's just because most of the businesses out there are crap. I'm not just talking about tech business, I'm talking about every business out there. They're terribly, they're useless. If you try to ring up any company and like we were, when we were, when we sell laptops, now we always uh, put in new batteries, but we were getting returns every so often because the batteries we thought they were good, they weren't. But the thing about it is that it's it's not making mistakes, it's how you handle the mistakes. So they got a laptop of us, they, after a few months the battery wasn't as good. They are expecting a company, not they're, they're expecting, they're going to the phone to say, right, I'm going to have this big argument with this company. Next minute, they're going to, they're going to be on board for an hour. Next minute, you answer the phone and say, right, there's a battery problem. Drop it back. We'll replace the battery. And we'll don't worry, we'll cover the cost of that. Next minute, they're walking away. They're not walking away saying, oh, no, they've got a bad battery. They're walking away going, what kind of service? They're telling people, yeah, we have an issue. But these people sort of know. So it's not about making mistakes, but making things right. And then they did so it but most companies won't do that. They always get the laptop for three to four weeks and then they'd come back and say, My God, I don't know, you left it outside and they moved and a crow flew past and you were not getting their laptop. Right. I think when you get to a certain point in your business, like I feel like I have, and I feel like you guys have too, you realize that yeah, there's competition, but you can be so different and so amazing and just with a little bit of effort. And it's not that big. Like the competition actually isn't that big. Like I don't, I pay attention to my competitors, but I don't look at them as like they can take from me because we offer such great service, you know? This is it. If they take from you, you're doing, you're after dropping your service somewhere. Or else they're after going, dropping their prices completely and let them feed off that sort of customer who's going to complain. I'm quite, I'm not dropping my prices. This is the standard. You're going to get a five-star service. This is going to happen. And yes, you're going to lose some customers, but you're going to probably lose the customers who are driving you insane anyway. Right. And for like for Facebook, um, because Facebook and LinkedIn is what I use the most for business, um, we are getting on TikTok because we do want to hit those younger users uh, because, you know, they do go to their parents. So definitely, if you're someone that's not on TikTok, I really look into that, you know. Um, and, uh, but for Facebook, I feel like a lot of business owners, uh, try to continue to use Facebook as only personal and you really need to change that. What I do is my page has a little bit of personal, but I don't put my drama on there. I don't talk about religious things or politics. I don't post a lot of pictures of my family. It is a lot of business and motivational stuff. And what I do is I friend request people that live within a 15 to 20 mile radius from where my business is. So then when I'm posting about what we do, I'm reaching my potential client. And what I did is I went through my album on Facebook and I made those older albums that had photos that were, because I did use my Facebook page at one time in my life, all for personal. And I made them where no one could see them because I didn't want people to, what happens is when people aren't your friends and they land on your page, whatever you have that's not public, 
like say you don't have anything new that's not public just for your friends they see the very old stuff of you like a teenager like drunk or something you know so you really got to clean that up because anybody who lands on the page and isn't your friend they're going to see old stuff that you don't have set privacy on um so really i would seriously think about changing your personal facebook page from mm -hmm. just being for friends and family to change it to business uh and then with linkedin how do I find companies? I actually look for companies in my area that I think I could sell them things like, you know, factories, warehouses, trucking companies, churches. And I look for them. And then what I do is go on LinkedIn and search that company. And it'll tell you the employees that are on LinkedIn that work there. Then I connect with those people. And then what I do is I comment on all of their stuff for like two weeks. And then I shoot them a message because then they start to see me comment. I share their stuff. I'm engaging with them. And then when I message them, they don't think of me as a spammer. Yeah. Some definitely some good advice. There. I'm going to say, I see it all the time where people post on their own, even on Facebook on their own, uh, um, actual page using their personal profile. And all it takes is someone to click on your name. And then suddenly they click on your name and see that you're, uh, I don't know. Uh, that you're smoking weed and um, right. you're um, doing all sorts of weird things to different people and you mm -hmm. don't like jabs or you do like jabs and so forth. Yeah. It's it's a very easy. So I, I must admit I'm the same. Um, my personal profile, yeah, I do have a family side, but I keep it very limited, mm -hmm. um, very, very no, limited. Nothing um, on Facebook, don't do anything controversial. I like what you said there about TikTok, even like, TikTok about the now TikTok most people are getting on it, but that that was the case about Instagram before. If you posted that was years ago, the kids were on it, but they would tell the parents that uh, where to get their stuff repaired. You know, uh, I'm gonna have to follow you on uh, TikTok now and go. We're we're starting to hit up TikTok. It's it's been a struggle of mine. I. I don't want to do the dancing, so I'm trying to get you my have to, to do it. You have to tell you what to do. Uh, get your get your daughter or get someone, get them and get them free reign. They'll know they'll know the trends, they'll know the music. Give them free reign to just let them just because the friend's daughter was meant to be coming for some work experience there just for a week, you know, the school did. And she's 15 or 16. And I was like, if she comes, I was going, you're doing TikTok. And she said, But would I have to ask you? No, I don't even want to see it. Do whatever you want, do the trends, do whatever, but they load the music they then now I'm on TikTok more than doing the like. But throw your trust over to someone and just let them do it that way. That's the way Good idea. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah, absolutely brilliant that. So um one thing I would suggest is before and after pictures is a good way of promoting your business. So if you're struggling, obviously things to post, you don't know what to post, you do how do you promote what you're doing? Well, just take pictures of what you're doing. So if someone comes in with a laptop or a smash screen, take a picture of it, replace the screen, take a picture of it with you in the, in the picture when it's repaired with your thumbs up and with a really cheesy grin on or something like that. Uh, and, well, hey, you've just promoted yourself and told everyone what you've done and what you do at the same time. So people can say that it's not a direct sell. Like, like, hey, come to us, we repair screens. You're basically saying, hey, look, We've actually repaired a screen today. It sounds a lot better than a direct sell. So something like that, comparisons, there's a few people who do do it. Um, I've seen and they do it pretty well, but make sure you stick your face in there. Um, it, I know it's difficult, 
it's very bad to stick your face on a camera. I it's get funny. it. You know, I learn hate... to laugh at yourself, you know, like it's okay, exactly. you know. I hate being on camera. Right. Somehow I'm here. I don't know how it happened. Um, but after a hundred shows, after doing uh what f over 500 reviews now, with my face on every single one of them, I still hate being on camera, right? But I still do it anyway. I have no problem, I love being on camera. There's no, problem. we know that, Cormac. We know. Um, I even catch you putting your makeup on in the pre show, yeah. I ignore it. <laughs> I just hate when I make a video and then I watch it two months later and I'm like, oh God, I didn't like, I want to change that. You know, like it, it never gets old where I just want to like change something, you know? Yeah. So, the biggest thing I see people always say about getting on camera, oh, we don't have the equipment to do it. We ain't got proper lighting, blah, blah, blah. It's all excuses. All just excuses. do it. Everyone's got a smartphone. A smartphone today is a lot better than a camera from three or four years ago um just do it uh if you haven't got lighting well just position yourself in the turn your lights on in your house stand okay, up okay, a little bit okay. hey. make your if you're doing social media videos okay if you're doing things that people are going to scroll and if you're doing an ad for free or company do them very very short do them as short as you possibly can write what you need if you're going to write something half it half it half it Never forget that people will only watch the first three seconds. I've looked at some things that I thought were interesting, and I looked at where the drop-off point is for people. You you can see the drop-off point. You know yourself. You give literally, and now when the TikTok age, people will give it one second if you don't have it. So, you know, like... Instant gratification. There's nothing outside of it. There's no exactly. going on about... Two minutes about the processor inside this blood board already. Goodbye. Right. You know, <laughs> you know, do maybe dancing phones or something, but it's gone. You have to be quick, quick, quick. I do. Yeah. So, you know, that's it. And, and you know what? You might not have to make, you might not have to say anything in that advertisement. As in, you might say, oh, I want to sell this phone for 950, blah, blah, blah. It might, might be just enough to, have the cross-saving computers come up there, cross-saving computers, cross-saving computers, kind of like when they think that they're going to do something, then it's, it did pop up somewhere. See, I said cross-saving computers four times. It was still listening. One thing I've seen what helps with videos, I'm going to say we've been doing a lot of videos. We've cut our times down for video reviews from an average of around about 20 minutes down to five to six minutes recently. So we've really cut them down. Bill, and you're right, because I watch, I watch some of your reviews. I've been watching the mess ones and all that. Mm -hmm. And you know something? It's just even if I'm watching an instruction video on YouTube, you know, if a, I don't know, taking laptop part around it, you will just skip, skip, skip. It's in our very nature to skip. And I was watching some of the, the best ones, and they were very, very good videos, and they taught, taught me a lot. But I will skip through because I won't have 20 minutes to sit down and watch that. No way personal. It's just I need to figure out how to do this. That's it. Is this product well, right? What? A lot yeah. of people are the same. And don't yeah. get me wrong. There are people out there who will watch every single second, and they'll probably watch it five times. Um, doesn't matter how much content you put out there, there's some people who will watch every single minute of it because they've got nothing else to do. But we have noticed that, obviously, when we've been doing the video shorter, we did ask in tech for text first with members, what do you prefer, shorter or longer? And generally it came out at about between five and eight minutes, I think was the uh, uh, the best time off the top of my head. So, and that's what we aim for. And we found that the retention of people, they're generally staying and watching towards the end more so 
I think our retention level went from all the way to the end at around 20%, which is actually around average for YouTube. Yeah, uh, it's gone up to round about uh, fifty-seven percent. That's the, very good. That's seven. So, that's what's so it makes a huge difference. And so, even though we're sort of, because obviously YouTube stuff's monetized, we make money from adverts, all this that, and the other. Even though there's less adverts being shown because obviously the video doesn't go on along, we're actually getting more people watch all the way to the end. And then there's more chance they go and click on another video afterwards and watch that second one and so forth. So. We're actually finding it is working a little bit better doing it that way. But one thing I'll say, and this goes for anything you're doing, a video or even a picture, is put some big flashy writing on near the beginning, right at the beginning in the first few seconds, because a lot of people these days don't have the sound on when they're scrolling, or if they're scrolling on the phone, they can't see anything about. So you want to, you want that stuff popping up straight away. So if you, for example... Um, you're doing a mesh system like we just did a review of mesh system straight away we want it to pop up saying this will fix your wi-fi or something along that line <laughs> rather than just me going bah, 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 and they don't i'm holding a box and they don't know what the hell it is um <laughs> something as simple as that can actually keep people or stop them so they actually do start watching it there's a lot of times people are just swiping or sliding or whatever the hell they do these days scrolling up and down with a wheel on the mouse and they miss a lot of stuff so you need to catch people's attention. So if you're doing stuff, make it big, bold, and so people can actually figure out what it is. Get rid of all these um, bits of information at the beginning, like uh, um, slideshows and stuff. No one wants that. They want to see the information. They want to see it big, bold, and jump at your face. Right. Before we finish the show, we've got about nine minutes. If anyone in chat does have any comments, you are very quiet tonight. I can see a few of you watching, but you're very, very quiet. Um, do obviously comment and we'll read out what you've said and i think we've sorted carl out with a link as well i think everyone sent him a link of how to actually get his name to show up now thanks again for that richard um oh, so let's go around the room so nicole first so nicole what other ways have you got for promoting yourself or have you got any other ways social media is really big for me but i'll also go door to door business to business i mean i don't mind to walk in somewhere and try to talk to people um, but social media has really been a game changer for me. Probably about three years ago, I nobody knew who I was. Uh, so within three years, you know, I'm pretty recognizable in the States, you know, as far as this industry goes. It's not in my city. It's within the industry. So you only have one city to dominate. That's it. Like one little area. You know what I mean? So it's just about putting your face everywhere. Um, posters billboards we have something called blip here i don't know if you guys have that there um which is like digital billboards uh we do have one or two around but uh, really we have billboards everywhere you know social media going online going to networking events and just really really like laser focusing in on your area and try to be everywhere and meet everyone and just like i said in the beginning it's just first your first step is self-acceptance and stop judging yourself so much. You're fine. You look fine. Nothing's wrong with you. We're all human. Okay. We all have imperfections. Nobody's judging you. They're judging themselves. <laughs> and just do it. You know, just do it. And the painfulness will get easier and easier the more you do it. That's a, that's a pretty good advice. So, what about you, Cole Mac? Anything else you'd like to add? Yeah. Two tips. One, and where, where I know I'll sit again. When I, where I go to uh, the gym 
and they, it's just next to the kind of main road into the town, okay, where there's, what, 10, 20,000 people coming in and out. Uh, I decide whatever time I go to the gym, I just park right there next to the car park so everyone, it's on the side road, so everyone can see the cross-saving computer's vehicle for an hour every day while they're going to the gym. And if I go, sometimes I enjoy going up to town on the bus uh, into the big city on, 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 on a Saturday, and I just don't like driving. I just get bus soil parked there for all day and then never sees my car. But that's not the killer tip. The killer tip is... Dun, dun, dun. And I told you this before, but it's coming up now. Uh, the world is free. We're allowed to socialize again. So events are going on. So we'll say St. Patrick's Day, my heart of that little Irish um, celebration event here, um, is on soon. So in my city, in an area of around five miles in my city, there's going to be 30 or 40,000 people watching the parade. And on the parade, they'll be all looking at the phones and Facebook and this and that. I'm going to drop an ad that day right in that five-mile radius on Facebook and Instagram and just drop it and run it for the whole day, 12 hours, maybe throw 10, 12, maybe 20 quid at it. But it's going to, it's going to be just in that circle with all 20,000 people. It's going to get loads and loads of views. So... Don't forget, you can do that at football stadiums, anywhere you want. Just circle that little radius, drop your hat, and everyone will see a big happy face. That sounds that sounds pretty good. That on top good. of that, that on top of that, you could actually film the event on your Facebook page and go live. And just let everyone in. But yeah, but everyone's going to be checking their 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 Facebook, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, to be honest, it, like, you know, whenever a world events goes on or anything, people will just jump to Facebook and Instagram and all that. So that's a good time to troll ads as well, you know. That's absolutely brilliant, that is. So uh, Alison says networking is also a good way to get used mm-hmm. to talking about your business to other people. Yeah, there's uh, yeah. definitely lots of networking groups out there. A lot of them online these days go to a coffee shop or whatever. Um uh, I think, Alex. yeah, so good point. Alex, needs to be the parade, yeah. Uh, that's what one way of putting it, Alison. That's definitely one way of putting it. Um, so basically, let's run this show down because we've only got a few minutes left. You need yeah. to basically shout about yourself, shout about your business, what you do differently, just make posts about it. It doesn't have to be just social media, it can be email as well. Don't make direct sale um messages. Most people just don't care if you've got 5% off of the current laptops or uh, you'll chuck in a free laptop bag or whatever. They want useful information. And sometimes doing something as simple as a picture of something you've repaired before and after will gain more hell of a lot more interest. Or do something like Cormac does and jumps around and sings and dances and do, does all sorts. Then you'll get attention that way. Don't know if it's good or bad, but it's definitely going to get people to remember who you are. That's for sure. Um, obviously, shout about things. Sanitizing your computer, so you sanitized it. Put a sticker on. I think we got that one from Cormac actually. That idea. So and then we put it in a bag and say it's sanitized. Shout that you do that. There's still a lot of people out there who are still worried about COVID, whether they're right or wrong. Do it anyway. Uh, it's not going to harm you. Uh, it's not going to hurt the laptop. Just stick a sticker on it. it says sanitize. Obviously, do sanitize it before you put the sticker on and then put it in a bag, give it the customer bag, just shout out things you do differently. Even when you're doing a, like a service on a computer, 
list all the things you do. People probably don't know. You clean it out of dust. You make change thermal paste. You stop programs from starting. You do updates and so forth, driver updates and so on. Make a list. Um, a lot of companies, you go and get your car serviced. They'll say, yeah, we've given your computer a 30-point checklist test or whatever. We've done all these 30 things. Do you tell your customers that? Or do you just That's say, like we've given it a service? Yeah. Yeah. Service like is very generic. Make sure you shout and shout what you're doing. Um, basically tell, well, obviously I don't mean stand in front of them and shout right in the face, but I shout do. about it and let everyone know. Uh, and that's basically it, to be honest with you. Right. So we're pretty much at the end of the show. We will have a show on next week. Um, no idea what that's going to be yet. I'm still waiting for confirmation. We will have a show the week after with Cougar. So that's Cougar Gaming. So they do cases, keyboards, mice, and power supplies, and bits and bobs like that. So they'll be on the week after. Uh, and then we do have some other things planned going forward from there. But otherwise, uh, that will be we will be on next Thursday at 8 o'clock with some show. I'm not exactly sure what yet, but we will be there. Nicole, Cormac, do you have anything you want to finish off before we um, call it a night? Yeah, Alison needs to come back on the show. Alison, we need you back on the show. You give good tips. I'll uh, tell you what, Cormac. Have a word with Alison. See if you can come up with an idea for a show for next week. Yeah, yeah. I'll get you both on there. Pressure now, Alison. No, sorry about that. Dry throat. Nothing right. to add here. I think everything is good. You're yep. all good. Right. Okay. So obviously, guys. Follow Nicole, follow Cormac. If you're not sure who they are or whatever, let me know and I'll send you in the right directions. But otherwise, thank you for joining us, Nicole. Thank you, Cormac. Thank you for everyone for watching tonight. And we'll see you all next Thursday at 8 p.m. Thanks again and see you later, guys. Thank you. Long that. I like to look at my reset.